If your emotions repeatedly overwhelm you, you may be an emotionally sensitive person. Today we're sharing a helpful excerpt from the audiobook, The Emotionally Sensitive Person, written by psychologist Dr. Karen Hall. Dr. Hall will introduce you to the audiobook and offer a series of questions to help you determine if you are an emotionally sensitive person. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Today we're sharing an excerpt from Dr. Karen Hall's audiobook, The Emotionally Sensitive Person, Finding Peace When Your Emotions Overwhelm You. In this audiobook, Dr. Hall speaks to those of us who are often told to stop being so sensitive. If you've heard this before, you may have wished it were that easy. Well, now it is. Dr. Hall shares proven, effective cognitive, behavioral, and mindfulness techniques designed to help you cope with intense emotions. You'll learn powerful tools that can help you manage intense emotions before they take over your life. In this episode, Dr. Hall discusses how learning to manage your intense emotions is key to reducing your suffering and helping you enjoy the gifts of emotional sensitivity. Introduction Emotionally sensitive people are those who experience intense emotions more frequently and for longer periods of time than most people do. Given that you're listening to this audiobook, chances are that you see yourself or someone you know as emotionally sensitive. Perhaps you recognize the challenges faced by Alicia, Harold, or Nicole. When Alicia found out that Roger had cheated on her repeatedly throughout their marriage, she filed for divorce, yet she couldn't bring herself to ask him to move out of the house. In addition to fearing that he would be upset with her, she was worried about how she would feel without him around. So now, a couple of years later, they still live together, and she supports him. After all, she explained to her friends, he has no place to go and has difficulty managing his money. She hates that her fears of feeling bad keeps her from making the decision she knows makes the most sense, that is, to ask him to leave. She realizes it shows a lack of self-respect. Harold worries about unintentionally offending others and struggles with saying no. He stays on the phone for hours with upset friends and acquaintances, to the point he isn't getting daily tasks completed. He doesn't watch the news because it makes him sad. Nicole sees herself as weak, as not good enough. She's often in tears, angry or sad, when no one else is. Others tell her, she wears her heart on her sleeve and lets everything get to her. These comments and many more make her feel different and misunderstood. Do any of these stories sound familiar? Even if they're not right on target, listen on. There are different ways of being emotionally sensitive, and you may not have the same pattern of emotional sensitivity 
as Alicia, Harold, or Nicole. Are you emotionally sensitive? Through interviews, surveys, and years of clinical work, I found that emotionally sensitive people vary in the way they interact with others. For example, you may hide most of your anger and irritation. Or maybe you are openly irritated and angry much of the time, like a porcupine with its quills up. You may be friends with everyone you meet, or you may isolate yourself. However, most emotionally sensitive people share certain characteristics. The following questionnaire may help you determine whether you're emotionally sensitive. For each statement, write the answer in your notebook that best indicates to what extent this has been your experience. Use the following number system. 1. Strongly disagree. 2. Disagree. 3. Agree. 4. Strongly agree. We'll add up your total at the end of the assessment. Emotional Sensitivity Self-Assessment 1. I'm often told by people who know me well that I'm too sensitive. 2. I often worry about hurting other people's feelings. 3. If I'm asked where I'd like to go to lunch, either I say, I don't know, or I choose where I think the other person wants to go because I want to make others happy. 4. Making decisions is difficult for me. 5. If something seems unfair, I have a hard time letting it go. 6. Nature is particularly grounding and calming for me. 7. When other people are upset, I get upset too. 8. I try to avoid or hide my emotions. 9. I change to fit in with the people I'm with. 10. If a friend doesn't return my call or text, I assume she's angry with me. 11. I have more intense reactions to bad news than most people do. 12. When I'm emotional, I have difficulty thinking. My brain shuts down. 13. I avoid projects and social activities because I'm afraid of being criticized. 14. I often cancel plans with friends because I don't feel like being with them. 15. I shop too much, drink too much, work too much, eat too much, or sleep too much. 16. I often don't know what emotion I'm feeling or why I'm feeling a certain way. 17. Other people are usually jerks who are out to make life hard for me. 18. I really don't know what other people see in me or why they'd want to be around me. 19. Change scares me. 20. I hate myself and how emotional I am. Now add your points to each question. If you had 70 to 82 points, you were strongly emotionally sensitive. If you had 55 to 69 points, you are emotionally sensitive. If you had 45 to 54 points, 
you're mildly emotionally sensitive. If you had 20 to 44 points, you are not emotionally sensitive. The Gift and Curse of Sensitive Emotions Being emotionally sensitive can be both a gift and a burden. If your emotions repeatedly overwhelm you, you may not view your intense feelings as a gift. Yet your caring about others, your intense joy, your strong feelings of connectedness, and your passionate nature can add a sense of purpose, meaning, and contentment to your life. Learning to manage your intense emotions is key to reducing your suffering and helping you enjoy more of the gifts of emotional sensitivity. Managing your emotions involves recognizing and accepting your emotions, using healthy strategies to cope with uncomfortable emotions, and choosing behaviors that will move your life forward instead of pushing you into deeper chaos. For example, repeatedly agreeing to babysit active children when you don't feel well, inviting relatives who criticize your every move to stay in your home, shopping to the point that you can't pay your bills, eating too much, and yelling at people you love are all ways you might act on emotions in ways that make your life more difficult. Managing your emotions is critical for living well, but there's no course in school, that I know of, called Managing Your Emotions 101. Plus, parents don't talk with their children about or model how to handle sad, hurt, or angry feelings. Explaining how to cope with strong emotions is difficult. If you ask people how they cope when they've been rejected for a job they wanted or when a beloved friend isn't speaking to them, you'll get a variety of answers. Some will say they don't worry about it or that it's no big deal. Some will say they just forget about it. But most likely you'll be told that time is a great healer. And it is. But if you're emotionally sensitive, these events aren't minor bumps in the road, and the pain you feel while waiting for the emotion to pass can seem unbearable. What to expect from this audiobook? As you listen to this audiobook, you'll learn the characteristics of emotionally sensitive people. You'll understand both general and specific ways to manage your intense feelings so that you're able to make more effective choices and improve your personal and work relationships. You'll practice strategies for decreasing the intensity of your emotions, thinking before you act, and recognizing what you're feeling. Some strategies will likely work better than others, and most will be more effective after you've practiced them for a while. Practice is a key word. Overcoming your typical patterns of behavior won't be easy, but the human brain is more flexible than we used to believe. By learning to cope with strong emotions, you can change your mental habits so that you no longer respond automatically in ways that make the situation worse, such as overeating or isolating yourself. Listen to this audiobook slowly. Complete the exercises in each chapter. When you listen to the sections that describe skills or ideas that could be helpful, stop. Practice the ideas for a few weeks. Then, after you're regularly using what you've learned, move on to the next section. The results will be well worth the time and effort because your daily life will become easier and more enjoyable when your emotions no longer control you. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, The Emotionally Sensitive Person, Finding Peace When Your Emotions Overwhelm You. 
You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.